My name is Kit Laser. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things After Hours. After Hours. After some of you might be new to this. Uh, it, it was previously a Patreon-only feature where we would just kind of shoot the shit and uh, upload it to Patreon. But now, due to the strike of SAG-AFTRA and the WGA and our uh, desire to be in solidarity with those folks, we've shifted our content indefinitely. It could be a couple of days. It could be a couple of months. We don't know. And so in that line of thinking... We're uploading in after hours, probably at least once a week. Just us here uh, shooting the shit. We'll take questions from our fans and listeners. And thank you so much to everybody who's been so supportive throughout this process. We got so many emails and tweets and DMs. Hey, I'm sticking with you. I listen to thank you. you for the love. No matter what you talk about. Plus, I respect what you're doing. It's the right thing to do. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I didn't want to blah, blah, blah. You guys are very sweet, but you get the idea. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> love you, love you, love you. Uh, a lot of people up their patronage or join the Patreon just to show support. We appreciate that more than I can possibly uh, give voice to. I mean, that's mm-hmm. an amazing show throughout a crazy uh, week for my mental health, trying to process all of this stuff and what might happen to uh, my businesses, our shows and stuff. And uh, I, I was lifted up on the hoisted on the shoulders of the listeners, as usual. In the arms of an angel. In the arms of the patrons. Mm, yeah, of the Enza. Uh, <laughs> you get it because like Enya and Enza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. And thank you guys uh, for, for those of you that wrote in to show support. You can continue to do that at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can you can patronize us at <laughs> patreon.com slash streaming things. Or go to streamingthingspod.com and uh, find some of our previous work. And don't worry, we're going to return to our lost coverage and everything else that we had planned eventually. Yeah, when the strike's over. When the strike's over. And if you want to show yeah, support no. to the artists that are on strike, we are currently selling a T-shirt on our merch store, the Striking Thing shirt. Mm. It's really, really fun. All the proceeds of that shirt that we sell will be donated to the SAG-AFTRA fund. Directly. Directly. So yeah. that you can uh, help help the artists who are trying to get theirs. That's right. That's right. Pay your actors is and the, writers. Uh, laser Pay declined em. to comment shirt live? No, it is not. I think we were <laughs> going to let shirt. the striking thing shirt some time to breathe before we introduce the shirt we actually benefit from. That was fun stuff. <laughs> it was a good shirt. It was a good shirt. Yeah, Kit Laser made the news, for those of you that don't know. Yeah, talk about yeah, this. Yeah, let's so, hear about so, yeah, it. Yeah, so After Hours, like you said before, is very laid back. We're just hanging out. We tell personal stories about ourselves and our life. Chris, or Kit, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. Wow. Let me ask you about this article that happened. Yeah, so it's kind of, I think it's fun. I think it's a fun story. Yeah. You know, I did a video, I explained this on air a couple of weeks ago, but I did a video talking about how actors change their names. Nine times out of ten, it's because the, the, the Actors Guild, SAG, you can only be registered one time under a certain name, right? So once there's a Tom Cruise registered with the Guild, there can be no other Tom Cruises registered with the Guild. So a lot of people change their name for that reason. For instance, Tom Cruise's original name is Thomas Mopather the Fourth, so he went by his middle name Cruise, so on and so forth. Happens all the I can't time. Believe there are three other people that preceded him named Thomas Mopather. Michael Mopather. Fourth. Well, he probably just didn't want to go by that name. That's. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas, mm. and there's already a famous Michael Douglas. That would have yeah. been tough. Which is funny because Michael Douglas's dad, Kirk Douglas, his name is not Kirk Douglas. So if he if he had not changed his name to Kirk Douglas, then Michael Keaton would be Michael Douglas in the in a, in a different universe. That's the case. It's just interesting. Wow. So I as the a multiverse joke, of Douglases. Yeah, and I found out by doing my research for that that Kit is short for Chris in most countries, and so Kit Harrington's real name is Chris Harrington, mm-hmm. but Kit is just short for Chris in the same way that Jim is short for James, right? So I was like, ooh. At the end of this, I made a joke. And I said, so my name going forward will be Kit laser and then i like committed to the bit so hard i changed my name to kit laser on all social medias i started going by it here on the podcast as you guys know it was i was just fucking around whatever you found out i did (laughs) so during the strike on tiktok i i went on strike you know a couple of days in with the actors and writers and said I wouldn't be talking about new movies and TV shows. And things have progressed. You know, every day we get new, new information. I basically hard, hardly talked about movies at all on my main platform. Um, but NBC News, National News, reached out to me 
a couple of days after that video and said, hey, I'd like to get some comments from you about the content creators who are going on strike in solidarity with the actors and writers. And I said, no, I'm not comfortable uh, being a spokesperson, presenting myself as a spokesperson for content creators during this unprecedented and confusing time. Yeah. Thank you for reaching out. Which she could have used that quote and it would have been a better quote than right. declined to comment. But so they wrote the article anyway. I guess I didn't really think about how news works and took a bunch of quotes of mine just from the video uh, and said, TikTok creator Kit Laser says this and says this. And then at the end of the article, it's like Laser declined to comment. He <laughs> <laughs> said, fuck you, news. I really hope whoever wrote that story hated themselves a little bit. Laser declined to comment. So now my name is well and truly Kit Laser. I yes, mean, it is. there is no going back. You manifested it. And that is funny to me. The people of the nation, nationally, you are known as mm-hmm. Kit Laser now. So I kind of, I was kind of right. Because I was like, hey, a lot of these people are only famous because their name is so cool. You know, it helped their career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like Tom Cruise is definitely just so much cooler than Thomas Mopather. It only took me like two weeks as Kit Laser to be in the news. <laughs> I was kind of correct the whole time. And they I feel have to vindicated. Do with the strike. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the Kit Laser effect. But as soon as I do you, enjoy you Kit Laser, that, you shared that article with us, and like it was, we had such a big laugh over just Laser declined to comment. I love it so much that immediately we reached out to our merch team. We we're like, "Can we make this a shirt, please?" And they <laughs> did. There's a, so there's a shirt. It's like a front page uh, yeah, newspaper look, looking thing. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna Black release it soon, but um, I want that up for obvious reasons. Yeah, but we're know? gonna we wanted to let the striking things shirt have time to breathe and actually yeah. support that cause. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what's been up. But anyway, I dig the kit laser. Yeah, thank you. I don't know if I would change my name. I think we've talked about it before. Your name's already very cool. I feel like I have a good. I've been told I have a good author name. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, get to writing. I I do be writing. <laughs> just I haven't shown anyone my writing because it's not that great. You can always switch it to Vinny Engel. Vinny Engel. Oh, I don't know about that. I do like that. Vinny Vinny Engel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Vingle. <laughs> Ooh, v. Well, just, well, just phonetically how your mouth, I don't know. Your mouth is open at the end of Vinny, and then you have to go into Ingle. Mm. Vinny, Vin- oh, You could just make it one word, Veningle. Veningle? Vin- no. That sounds like venereal. I don't like. <laughs> Vincent Ingle. I like my Ooh. less Vincent Ingle. Mm. It sounds like, like Tingle. That's not so bad. See, this is where we run into things. My last name starts with a vowel, mm-hmm. so it can be put it can be connected to other words yes. like mingle, Ooh. single, tingle, tingle, jingle. Ooh. So, yeah, I, I had an ex-boyfriend make a whole rhyme about my last name. Like with a boombox outside your window? No, he said it to me. and It was unprompted. I just was like, he just started singing it to me. And I just was like, OK, this is very, oh, very that's odd. Always so uncomfortable when people start singing to you. A little bit. Yeah. I hate it. Happens to me all the time. Yeah. But no, I, I like my my last my first name and my last name together. I think that's a good a good combo. And Steve May as well. I think that is another great thirteen. I like my name. Yeah. yeah. There is a um a special effects coordinator at Pixar named Steve May. So ah. Uh, for years, people have been like, hey, man, I saw the new uh, Incredibles movie. Good job. <laughs> it's like, that's not me. It's not you. <laughs> Take the credit, though. Could yeah. you do like a middle initial like Steve? Steve J. May. I could put the L, but Steve I don't like L. May. my middle name. So <laughs> Steve L. May. You know, you guys, you know, you guys, you know what my middle name is, right? I'm going to say Lewis. No. Lionel. No. Larry. Leonard. No, no. It's a Larry. Uh, hold on. It's, it's a Stranger Things reference. Uh, well, it's not. It's not Lucas. because of Stranger Things, but the, the, there's a character in Stranger Things Luke. season one specifically. It's not has Lucas. His name. No, it's not. Lyle? Lucas. Oh, I know. I know. Um, it's the dad. Yeah, it's Will's dad. The buyer's dad. Lonnie. 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 It's like Johnny, but with an L. Steve, Steve Lonnie. Lonnie. I don't like that either. I'm not gonna lie to no. you. Lonnie May. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lonnie May, get you in here. Steve May. There's a tornado Steve coming. Lonnie. No, it's funny, but there was like a, a really weird, I don't, I don't know if I talked about it at all in the podcast, but there was like this really weird situation where, so like my, my birth father is not in my life, you know, mm-hmm. I think I've talked about that before a little bit. Uh, and there was this question of like, my mom thought that perhaps he had passed away. And so she was trying to figure out if oh, he yeah. had, and there was this big, huge search to find out if he was dead or not. And this dude is like 
gone by multiple aliases throughout his life, so it's hard to track down and all this stuff. And when doing the re- – so, so my mom doesn't talk to me about my dad at all because mm-hmm. it was a very traumatic thing for her, and I and I think she just doesn't like talking about it. And so, like, learning all this stuff, I'm like, okay, well, I got to know what's his mom's name. What's, uh, what's some of the – I need to know information. Yeah. And I found out that he has a brother named Steve. And so when that happened, I was like, oh, my God. Am I named after a dude I've never met? The, uh, oh. it, was, it was a very weird feeling. And I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day. And she and I forget what, what prompted it. But she, like we oh, we're talking about like how we found my, uh, what we found out in researching if my dad was dead or not. Um, <laughs> taking, result, that, taking that out of context sounds so. Yeah, the results were inconclusive. We never found out if he actually kicked a bucket or not. But wow. um, uh, the, the his brother, Stephen, came up. And my mom was very quick. Like, you weren't named after him. You were named after Stephen Menard Clark from uh, Def Leppard. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Because I guess my sister. Which sis- is what? My sister loves Def Leppard. So I guess my sister was like, name him Stephen Menard Clark. And she's like, no, we'll name him Stephen. But we're going to name him Lonnie because I like that name. I'm like, but oh, I'm- mom, it's you. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason. I'm trying to think of which band member that is. Is that the lead singer? I was thinking uh, I think it's, it's Def Leppard. Say big money at Menard's. Save big money, money at Menards. That would be a weird thing to be named after. Dollar General May. I'm not named Dollar after General. anybody. Although the word, the name Madison became he was widely the, popular in the late 90s and the early 2000s for guess, some reason. Guitarist and songwriter. Ah, oh, okay. That's Presidential Madison. You know that name. Hmm? Presidential Madison? Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? James Madison? One of the Madisons. I think there's only one president with there's, Madison. There's only one president, Madison. Yeah, there was a lot like in the upper branches of government, you know. Well, yeah, Madison, that's fair. But that's it was fair. a predominantly like male associated name. It didn't shift female until, like I said, late 90s, early 2000s, or at least that's my understanding. But there's a lot of mad names like Madeline, Maddie. I know we've talked about this before, but there's a lot my age. Mads Mickelson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you know that's apparently pronounced like Mass or Maz? Maz. Moz probably because yeah, interesting. Very interesting. interesting. You could be Mazison. Mazison. <laughs> we're gonna come up with a ghostwriter name for you, Ma Madison. Okay. By, the, by the end of your tenure okay. here on streaming things, we're gonna hook you up. Well, yeah, it's funny. My my, if I just have my first initial, my middle initial, like M S, it would just say missing. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That's kind of cool. Missing. Just something for you to write like erotic fan fiction with or something at least. I need that. I need that. I need that. <laughs> I need that. Because I got all this shit I unpublished. I got all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Pirates of Booty Cove by Miss Ingle. Which, speaking of erotic literature, did you ever finish that book I, have, I gave you? I have not finished it, <sighs> but have it is good. Have you guys the erotic literature that you guys have been sharing back and forth? It's only this one book. Well, I gave you. You, you did give me give me one. Did I, I give you? What, I can't remember. What so what, you what haven't is, physically, you haven't given me a physical book, but you've given me recommendations. I have given you a physical book to read. What yes. was the book? What was the book? It's called Sea of Ruin. Mm-hmm. I it, forget the it's, is it Godwin it's Sex was, Pirates. So good. Are there any other type? To be fair, it's it's been the best like pirate themed erotic book that I've read that I am enjoying the plot. As, is, as, hold up. You guys, like, I feel like you guys got to take a step back that is and explain so, this world of erotic fan fiction that you guys uh, find I yourselves in. I think our in. listeners are already well aware of this world of erotic fan fiction. It's not even fan fiction. It's just fiction. Oh, okay. It's spicy, spicy it's just, books. Yeah, spicy. But I love that Madison said it's the best. And I thought it was going to be a broad category, just like it's the best erotic fiction. Or, But no, no. She said <laughs> of all of the erotic Pirate-based Listen, fiction I've read. I have a specific... <laughs> <laughs> and I have read many fuck pirates books. This is the best. No. Oh. I never would have I've thought really, of fuck pirates. I really tried to like find a good one that I like, and I'm just like, these are boring. Like, do you have just... a thing for pirates? Yes, <laughs> I do. Did, was this born of like... I Caribbean? think it was, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to say I was Born of Caribbean. eight, nine when they came out or I was really young when the, I was, I was infatuated by that. And I, I really enjoy like pirate lore and just sure. kind of like, even though I know that historically they're very dirty and like very bad. Grimy, yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the, this the idea. idea of like the anti-hero actually doing for good, kind of like a Robin Hood essence. Yeah. I want to get a, a naval cutlass tattoo somewhere. I dress up so as Madison's like, I, I just Robin Hood. 
in a boat fucking. <laughs> right. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. But you know it would make this movie better. <laughs> fucking. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't hate it. But no, I, I'm a big fan of pirates and it's just like, I don't know, the erotica part. I just honestly was like, if it's if it's a little spicy, it just sure. adds, you know, whatever. And this book was really good until the last, at least in my opinion. Yeah, you're excited for me to to get to the end. Yes, because the ending, in my opinion, is very like just so bizarre. And I I want someone else's opinion about it. I I need to talk to somebody else about it. Gives a whole new meaning to peg leg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They call me tripod. (laughs) But if you if you feel compelled enough to read pirate. I forget which one I was going to give you. I know you, I didn't like Kushiel's Kush- dart or whatever. I was just going to give you that to try. I did not. Yeah, I no one likes that. I did dart. not make it very far. You gave far. me a couple of recommendations, and I, I don't think I've read any of them. I'm also simultaneously reading a, a Court of Thorns and Roses. I've been recommended those. It's one of the popular ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, I want to get back into reading more. I used to read a Same. book a day, you know, mm. for most of my life. And like Priory of the Orange Tree, Way of Kings, Brandon Sanderson, like all this stuff everybody's talking about. I want to get in on that, Steve. Get in on it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I gave you some spicy movies. You did. Some queer movies. They're on my, you check some of on them my out. watch list. I've, I've watched a couple of sapphic movies. Um, you got to get to Benedetta. That's on my watch list. The horny lesbian um, nuns. I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yes. Yes, I, I've actually watched it twice. I bet you did. So <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, I wish you would. That's a beautiful movie. And then I watched um, The Worlds May Come, which is, I think, a film based during like what, the late 1800s. What was that title? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Who are the worlds? Steve, do you have any interest in erotic pirate fiction books? Uh, I, I do, but uh, sadly, I don't know when I would have the time. That's, just read it at fair. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you got to do all this stuff at work, Steve. Like, hold on, let me finish hold this on. chapter. Fat, fat, fat. fat, fat. <laughs> Steve has a husband's bulge. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a husband's bulge. What's what? that from again? Cabin in the Woods. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No, but the film's called The World to The World to Come. Ah. And it's with somebody's coming. They're coming. I like your title better. <laughs> the world bank. Uh, but it's with Vanessa Kirby. Oh, <laughs> it's Ooh, Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby, uh, Catherine Waterston, uh, Casey Affleck, which and uh, Christopher Abbott. Just a jump scare right in the middle. I love Christopher Abbott. Yeah, but shout out Sanctuary. Casey Affleck. We go. Not a big fan. No. Well, you know, there's reasons. Yeah. Things didn't go well. Uh, but did you say they had somebody had some questions for us today? Yeah. This some, some people have uh, written in today with some questions they'd like us to go over just about our, our normal life. Let's, yeah. let's riddle them. Let's, let's do it. Let's riddle them off. Let's do it to it. Let's yeah. do it to it. Okay, here we go. This is a fun question. This one comes in from E. Scramo, who is actually the sister of Jenny, who did our quiz oh. uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, they write, what's your favorite podcast memory slash moment slash episode so far of this show? Streaming things is what I'm assuming this question is directed towards. Favorite. Like, favorite, favorite memory of just being a part of, of streaming things in general. Do you have a favorite episode, a favorite hmm. thing we got into, a joke that we said? Oh, there's so many good memories. I mean, yeah, all the way back to my basement and the log cabin where we would stay up all night watching Redacted and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Redacted <laughs> Stranger Things and, and and just sit and laugh and you know. Uh, but I think the the my favorite. I think we've said this before, but my favorite coverage that I've listened to multiple times of my own shit. Is us doing the um, the Lord of the Rings hmm. extended version deep dives? Yeah, um, just fun. a lot of funny, funny times, fun jokes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mostly just because I love this movie so much. They're so quotable, and mm-hmm. uh, I, my my favorite memory or little bit that makes will, will always make me laugh was when we were doing the um, Harry Potter coverage, and I forget which movie it was specifically, but it was the Polyjuice Potion episode. Oh yeah, when Andy and Andy's <laughs> like. 
we've all been thinking it, right? Like we all would polyjuice into someone else and look at their dick. Or <laughs> right? like he, this, he was like, first order of business, what am I packing? Yeah. Right. What am I doing? And I with? was like, no. And like he, <laughs> he got so, but then to his benefit and our credit rather, a lot of people wrote in like, absolutely. That's the really? first thing I'm doing. <laughs> I'm plucking the hair of whoever I like and I'm looking at my quote unquote self naked <laughs> immediately. First things first. So Andy was just speaking the truth that everybody I, was too afraid to speak. I mean, to build off of that, I think I would do that as well. Just as the opposite sex. I think I would enjoy being Having a, a dude. Wiener? Yeah. Or just yeah. like, what does it feel like? You don't yeah, need to answer that. You have to have. Like, <laughs> you don't need to answer no, that, that was question. Rhetorical yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone has to have some sort of curiosity about that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But it just the way Andy went about making his argument is still the funniest thing in the That's way. That's very funny because he didn't outright say what he was saying. He was just like, guys. We all know it's obvious. <laughs> we're all thinking it, right? We're all thinking the same thing. We're all on the same page. <laughs> and because we were in the context talking about, I think minors. Chris was like. No, no. <laughs> we're not. No. <laughs> well, yeah, they're 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 in school for wizardry. Yeah, because yeah. that would have been what the second movie. Uh, second or Chambers, third. It comes off. It comes up a couple times too. Yeah, I guess that's true. But that that um, discussion still, I think was in the second. Movie. Think, what do they do that in Order of the Phoenix or something? Something There's like some, that. Yeah. Some, some juice in. Yeah, something. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of our listeners wrote in like, "Hey, Andy." Got your back. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Madison, as the newest addition to the Streaming Things family, do you have like a memory that warms the my, warms your heart? My first thought was the Misty episode when we dressed up as the three Misties. I really enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> for the finale of season one of Yellow Jackets. For the finale of season one of Yellow Jackets. Um, I mean, truly just the whole Yellow Jackets coverage. I think season two I, like, I enjoy better just because I felt like season one coverage i was still getting used to like being on the podcast but season two i felt a lot more confident and comfortable and um but the misty episode the tail end of season one was really was really fun and i like how the wig is still hung up in your kitchen <laughs> there's still three separate misty wigs just randomly i love that in my apartment i love one that. of their eggs hidden about the house one of them is hung up like you mentioned in, in my your kitchen my pantry basically my pantry in my kitchen it's just there, along with a yeah. top hat and a gray feather boa from Caligula. Yeah, because have you guys dressed up before? Was it the first time you guys dressed no, up? No, we for never. The well, the the whole video portion of the podcast is fairly new. We only yeah. started it maybe what like three months before Madison joined. Yeah, it and, wasn't long. And, and we it had tried it before, and Andy, which like, can we I had say? Cameras. You did not inform me that we were being on camera. So I showed oh, up the true. first time. <laughs> I showed up the first time to do the first episode of Yellow Jackets, and I looked like shit <laughs> you didn't look like shit i think i looked like shit but you didn't tell me we were gonna be on camera and i remember walking in and seeing these webcams and i'm like steve shit i'm like steve i'm the sorry fuck is this? again it was so new that it wasn't even like yeah no it's it's fine yeah we had tried it in the past when andy was on and yeah, we tried live streaming to twitch and stuff and we mm. used like movie cameras like that's what andy and steve had at their disposal at the time mm -hmm. and so we're oh. talking like black the, magic cameras yeah oh, black wow. magics okay. and all you this stuff and oh, yeah okay. and uh that was just like crazy to set up all the tripods and it's a lot of stuff it, yeah we had to have a bunch of like sdi to acmi splitters and mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was not the way to go like an atam yeah. switcher and all that whereas this I'm is sure literally looks, just fed into my camera and i can switch on the fly on my keyboard i'm sure it looked beautiful i mean this looks beautiful well we didn't have a patreon at that time either oh, okay. yeah and so what happened is the patrons this is where all this stuff came from is, you know, the money they, they give us for that. We reinvested yeah. into the show and bought all this stuff this, over the last year. These mics, these lights, the the lights do so much. Do you remember the first when we, yeah. when we got this set up that we currently have? It was like we, truly after we hours. We didn't have any of the ambiance or anything. It was just oh, either a harsh white light from the, the main room light that looks makes us all look like ghouls. It looked like Cold War action. Cold War action. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I see a submarine might be floating by. Are weapons hot? Down periscope. <laughs> <laughs> but I Down think the only other episode I'm thinking of that I was on prior to Yellow Jackets was <gasps> Black Widow. It was Way back it was, in the day. It was Black Widow. There was also one where we did it's the Halloween quiz or something. No, it was like Christmas. We talked about Christmas movies. There was one where I wasn't here, I think. I think it was that one. And we just kind of, it was just really cool. It was really chill. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, yeah, Madison and I used to work together. So we did. that's all we would do whenever we were working on shoots and whatnot. We would just talk about movies and TV that we were geeking out mm-hmm. about currently. And then when we needed a third guest, we were like, let's get Madison. She's great. Mm. She's awesome. Yeah. And, people, and people love Madison. They do. A lot of people DM'd me over the past kind of months or so. But it, it, I got like an influx of people like, where's Madison? <laughs> like where on the Internet, you know? Oh, and like okay. what, what's her TikTok? And what, oh, what's, gotcha. what's, where's her Instagram? And I just replied to every person. She's a very private person. <laughs> <laughs> that but also I don't have a major social media presence. So, yeah, truly just I enjoy coming on the podcast and talking about it's so stuff. much work managing social media accounts it I is know. i don't know how you do it like i don't know how you do it at all because i can barely keep up with doing everything we need to do for the podcast but then like man the discord well, and man, patreon yeah. and then even like every now i'm like oh wait i should tweet something <laughs> yeah oh shoot no. i haven't put a picture of my dog on instagram in a week yeah my i think my social media footprint expands just to instagram and that's really it. I have a Twitter, but I'm not on it a lot. I have a TikTok, but it's private because I produce very corny and <laughs> very corny em. content. Let's no. see. Em. I haven't made anything in a while. Have you seen the content on my TikTok? It's terrible. <laughs> I only nothing have like nothing three videos. in comparison to Kit Laser. Over Kit here. Laser. <laughs> shit. 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 <laughs> Twister. <laughs> yes, quit. Twister was also a good episode yes. too. Twister was fun. Thanks for bringing that up, there's Steve. <laughs> yeah, did, Twister I did, I the hotspot laser. Yeah, yeah. It's my middle name. Good times. Good times. Good times had by all. Yeah, running the social media is tough, and that's the only reason I I can do it at all is because you handle most of that other. Like I'm not in the Discord anywhere near as much as I would like to be. Simple. Like I got a report this morning, you know, how Apple does that where like screen time or whatever. Hey, piece of shit. You're on your phone 16 hours yesterday. It's Go touch an grass. average of nine and a half hours a day last week. Yeah. Damn. And that's the average. So we can presume some days are more than that. But it's also like that's a full time job. It know? is. It was. Till the, <laughs> <laughs> right. The yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But it's it's a lot men- like mental health was not great. Yeah. Like my wife just told me the other day, she was like, I think you probably should uh, start finishing your screenplay or, or, or your novel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, for sure. I just got to. And she was like, well, no, because TikTok, you know, you're being like a YouTuber guy or whatever was never your goal. And I'm like, 100 yeah, percent. I agree with you. It was just like to open doors. And she was like, yeah, but she was like trying to like stress something that she didn't feel I was getting. She was like, I don't think you're constitutionally built for the career that you currently have and you need to hurry and mm-hmm. branch out. Cause, <laughs> cause like that's people's fair. comments like really upset me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just don't think it's for you. You know? Yeah. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. right now I feel like I'm in a hallway and there are no doors and I have to keep trudging <laughs> until one opens, you know, <laughs> if the podcast got like a little bit bigger and, you know, I could chill out a little bit on the people being mean to me and tolerating it and stuff. But mm. Yeah. And most people are nice, but it's like the mean ones are so loud, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because you'll come over and you'll be distressed about something that somebody messaged you on TikTok that was mean. And I get like mama bear on for you specifically. Bastard. I'm like, who the fuck said that who about you? You want me to log in and dox them? Yeah. I'll, just dox them. <laughs> I'll log into my user one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and just comment, blow them up. People scare me is the honest answer, yeah. you know, because they do. They go to weird lengths to like. Uh, upset the the you know balance of people's lives for an innocuous opinions on things and stuff. And my yeah. job, quote unquote, is to have opinions, and so it's like a dangerous place to be, right. for sure. Because uh, most people are unhinged, or and, many people are. And usually, the things you're having opinions on are like movies and TV. Like, who? It, yes. What are you doing to upset someone at their core? If you're right. like, yeah, I didn't like uh, this movie. Well, there's something about not for me. People think um, if uh, if you don't like a movie that I love, that means you think I'm stupid because I love it. And you, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like that's not the logical leap you should be taking. I think it's really neat that people feel so personal and precious about art. Uh, but there should be a wall separate because like I get annoyed, like my brand, quote unquote, is like the love what you love guy or whatever. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, I truly believe ranking is bullshit. 
stars are bullshit, like four out of five stars. It's so meaningless. What do you mean four out of five we stars? We a star, Chris. A hundred people worked on that movie for three years and you just watched it and went four out of five or, you know, two out of five and just went about your, like, that's wild, right? Like, it's all meaningless. It's all for fun. I think we all know that on some level. But yeah, some people just don't have that separation and they think, you know, you think I'm an idiot because I love that movie? Well, it's, well also, fuck you then. it's also people hating something because somebody else likes it. And I can't get behind that either. Yeah. Like people are annoyed with, but just to shift it to like Taylor Swift, like people hate Taylor Swift. So they, and they hate Taylor Swift fans or something like that. I'm just like, that doesn't, that doesn't correlate. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think we're, we're like evolutionarily, whatever, we're, we're all kind of inherently tribal. Tribalistic. Sure. Yeah. As a, as a species. And we've kind of done that in, in, the 21st century that our tribes are like our pop culture identifiers and stuff kind of now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good way to put it. And so that's something that's hard to get away from, I guess, but I tried to like Taylor Swift again yesterday. Cause I know that's, I'm the opposite now. I've kind of grown and matured, matured enough to where when there's a giant fandom around something, I kind of feel jealous. Like what am I, I love loving things. So I want what a am I missing? Bracelet. What am I missing? So I popped on some T Swift yesterday. I forget what it was. It was Taylor's version. So I knew I was on the right track. There you go. And uh, <laughs> I, I tweeted it out because I, which was dumb, but I was like, that's not dumb. I, I was halfway through the song. And again, I wasn't liking it again. I don't hate it, but I'm like, I just don't get it. Yeah. But at some point I, I was like, wait, is this country? <laughs> it is right. Well, it depends on what you were listening to. I don't know the Taylor's version shit. There's, there's a couple of albums that are Taylor's. Really? Version. There's multiple Taylor's versions. Yeah, it was. Multiple um, Taylor's well, versions. It, well, if it was, it's the Taylor verse. Oh, if, I got, it, I tweeted if, it. So if, I know if, if it was speak now, it was a little bit more country. Was it purple? There was a purple color ish, I guess. Okay. So then it was speak now. Speak now is a country album. That's I would wild say. to me. It's a uh, timeless Taylor's version was the song. Let me see the picture. Yeah, that's. That's uh, speaking out. It's fucking country. That was probably her last country album. I just can't believe a country. I mean, the country's popular in in, in the South, uh, but like to be Taylor Swift level popular, it seems wild to me that she's kind of pretty blatantly pop country to me. You know, she's not like make me want to roll my winders down and cruise like that, but yeah. it's close. <laughs> Am I going to get like really hate mail no, now? But I, but I think like, you know, kind of, you know, you say it's not for you, but I, you know, a lot of her music is geared towards young female audiences. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's, the, I don't necessarily think you should have to feel connected to Taylor's music because it's, I don't want to, it's not meant for you necessarily. Sure. But I have a lot of 30 year old male friends that are Swifty, not yeah, Swifties yeah. per se, and but they love Taylor Swift. It's all preference, but I think also what you can, I think how you differentiate from other people is like, you're not going to be like, well, fuck Taylor, fuck fans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Like for me, I went to her show. I am a mid Taylor Swift fan. Like I am not, I you're wouldn't, mid? I wouldn't consider myself a Taylor, like right, a like Swifty, mm -hmm. but you know, I admire music. I you're admire Swifty curious. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I wanted to experience this mass phenomenon that was Taylor Swift, just the broad, like, just the performance element of her show was impressive. And I wanted to see that and mm -hmm. to be in a stadium that was 50 plus thousand people was crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, but I'm not going to, I don't know, like to go back to the whole movie thing, like I'm not going to shit on people that love Taylor Swift because I think it's overrated or whatever. It's like, you like what you like. Yeah, There are a sect of people. Um, and I was like this as a kid. I think some people just maybe don't grow out of it. Um, but yeah, I think we all have this phase. Well, yeah, because I was definitely the I liked their first album before they got popular yeah. kid. You know, I was that guy. Mm -hmm. And it was like anything that was massively popular. I wanted to hate it because I wanted to be cool. cool you know, yeah, yeah you want to gatekeep your your stuff that you and, find. And I got to a place where I realized not liking something because everybody likes it is just as dumb as liking somebody because every, something because everybody else likes it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, like what you like. Just yeah. have your intent. And you're right. Like some things are just not, I think a lot of people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And that's how I try to approach when I, as a critic, like if I'm reviewing a movie, I try to think, okay, A, not only do I like or not like this and why, but more importantly, it's not, is this good or bad is not the question I ask. It's who is this for? 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think almost any movie review I've ever done, it's like, if you like this, you will like, or these kinds of folks will like this movie because I believe that about every, every major movie has like, has an audience, you know? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It can be tough out there as we try to navigate the many twists and turns that life throws our way. Not every problem we face has an obvious or easy solution, but talking through these issues can always bring major benefits. So whether you're dealing with a career change, relationship help, or just getting used to your new normal, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. I myself have benefited from therapy. I have benefited from BetterHelp. I was struggling to find myself and figure out who I was post-divorce. BetterHelp matched me with an amazing therapist who taught me all about codependency, what it was, and ways I can combat it and realize my whole true self. So if it sounds like therapy is the right move for you, then give BetterHelp a try. It's online, convenient, flexible, and can work with your schedule. Filling out a brief questionnaire is all it takes to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time. To start your own therapy journey, visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. We are taking a brief break from this episode so that I can shout out the super patrons for the month of July. These are the people who support the show at the $25 or up tier. And they are literally keeping the lights on here at Streaming Things. And we're going to shout them out. Stanton Valentino, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Lil Tickler, Svento7, Pills Baby, Jay Scramo, AK Ashley Ray, Alan Tomlinson, Wendy O'Loughlin, Jason Hawkins, Trey Barrera, Conrad, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Professor Beth RN, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Alexis Adler, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, John Collins, Amanda King, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Kloop, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. And with that, back to the show. We have any other questions? Yeah. Oh, we got a plenty of questions. Um, let's see. The next uh, question comes from Jay Rich. Jay writes, what reality show would you guys see yourself doing the best at slash lasting the longest on? Cooking show, mm. amazing race, dating show, etc. Do you guys know enough about reality? Yeah, pull some up. Reality TV shows or like contests, like, like uh, amazing race. I'm not good at traveling. I'm not good at cooking. I don't think anybody would want to date me. I think I could do Survivor. You think you could survive on the on the I think I on could. Island? You could survive on Survivor? I think I could do it. Mm. I don't think I am cool or interesting enough to make it onto Survivor, but I think if they for some <laughs> reason chose me, I think I could do all right. I think I could do really good at Big Brother. Yeah. Because that's just hanging out in the house. Yeah. And like literally when I was a, an addict, I didn't work for like five years and I just survived by being like funny. And so people would let me like live at their houses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you'd be okay with like living in a house with a bunch of people being like recorded secretly by secret cameras the whole time? Oh yeah, yeah, you're down with that. I'm, mm -mm. I'm pretty. I'm almost. I'm. I'm kind of like. I could see that about you. You're pretty. You know, you're an open person. Yeah, you're, like, well, you're, you're also semi-exhibitionist. Yeah. You know, they probably have to call me in the office and be like, "We're going to need you to put some Hanes on once in a while." You keep, going, you, <laughs> you keep going into the kitchen completely naked. Man. Like, that's just a health code violation. Just at least put some some briefs on. What are some other reality TV shows? Uh, there's The Mole. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of all like the early aughts ones. Well, here's the thing. I think, you know, I don't know anything about what it takes to win at this show, but I think I would be good at Naked and Afraid because those are two things that go together for me. <laughs> when I am naked, I am afraid. Are you trying to overcome a fear? <laughs> no, if they're like, hey, be naked and afraid, like, okay. Is it Naked and Afraid just Survivor without pants? I think it's, it's yeah. What about what about Fuckboy Island? You think I would be going on Fuckboy Island? No. I just looked up like TV show. Is that a reality fuck show? It is. Island? Is it? Oh, okay. It, you're just the least fuckboy that I know. This is true. You're not a fuckboy. I don't know all. if I can be like I I I think I would enjoy more strategic based reality television than I would drama. Like I wouldn't want to be on oh, Jersey yeah. Shore. I wouldn't want to be on a dating that. show. Yeah. I couldn't deal with that. No, I no, would no. I would enjoy being a part of a group that wants wants to strategically like squid solve game stuff <laughs> not that <laughs> Too no i want to survive actually <laughs> after the show but like a like a bake-off 
If I knew how or, to cook. Or like a nailed it. Nailed it's the one you don't have to know how to cook. Nailed it. Oh. That's the one where it's like, like people who don't know how to cook and they're like, make this super fancy cake. Yeah, I'd fuck around with nailed it. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or yeah. the show where you have to figure out if it's cake or if it's real. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that called? Uh, uh, is it, it cake? Caked? Is it, is is it, it cake? caked? Yeah, no. Is it cake? Is it cake? This is the question. Is it cake? It's on I, the, uh, yeah. I, I think I could do really well on that one too. What's that reality show? It's only in in, in the UK. Love Island. Um, no, it's like a da- it's a dating show, but it's like something with naked. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen this? You have to get like a VPN. Love yeah, Love is Blind. Maybe Na- Naked Attraction. Naked Attraction. Oh. I think that's what it is. So it's a dating show, kind of like the old school '70s style, where like there's a contestant, and then like three people he or she might be dating, and they mm-hmm. have to choose one. And they'll gradually reveal more of their body completely new. Oh, wow. So, like, eventually it's just, like, everything from the neck down. Wow. Naked, standing there. And, like, that's what they make their decision based off of. It's fascinating. That would hurt my self-esteem so fast. Yeah, I know. There's no way I could do that. It's fascinating. Those Brits are wild. Do you guys remember? I think this was on MTV. But it was, like, parental control. Oh, vaguely. Do you remember that? It was like this. The parents would come to the show and say, we don't like our child's partner. We want to choose. And they would like give them a catalog of people to choose for their their child to go on a date with. And at the end, the the kid would narrow it down to like the old partner or the new one. And she would he or she would. Pick. Oh, that's so savage. <laughs> Damn. But it was always funny because the parents would like talk sh- mad shit about like their kid's partner. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was it was full of drama, but that's probably the most drama I could go. I could do. I would do really well on like pimp my ride. <laughs> could you pimp a ride? No, I wouldn't have my ride pimped. Mm. Or, wait, what are those <laughs> what are those like home makeover shows? Oh Ooh. yeah, please make over my place. I I would I would thrive. That'd be fun. I love yeah. interior decorating. That's one thing they do we that can. thing where they have like a giant billboard of what your house used to look like and they open it up like, here's the it looks like I just now. do extreme home makeover. And we could watch reality TV show on this uh, TV on this show. That's a, that's yeah. those are not struck. Well, we could become a reality TV what was podcast the host for extreme family makeover or the home. You know what I'm talking about? It was that guy where he the girl was like, I want to be a princess. And then he would like turn her room into like a castle. <laughs> that show rocked. <laughs> but wasn't there an issue with that? Extreme because family they would make these edition. big houses for these very like lower middle-class families and they couldn't afford the like home. Like the taxes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they would end up not being able to live there post. Or what about like the pimp my ride when they would just put like a popcorn machine and shit in your car and you're like, cause you said you liked movies. Like, thanks. <laughs> the fuck? Like who actually wants that? <laughs> It's like me just getting gas in your car, just like yeah, yeah. I need some popcorn, my guy. We could just become like the Property Brothers podcast, just and just cover Property Brothers. <laughs> Does that sound amazing? That or sounds like, like I want to slowly open could up we some cover, things. American pickers. Could we cover like YouTube videos? We could. Like someone suggested to me because I was I was telling about talking about our plight at my day job and. Uh, I've, I've met, I talk about him fairly often. We got to get him on the pod one time. My buddy Kyle at work. Oh, Kyle! Kyle's, Kyle's great. Yeah, Kyle's great. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, I got to tell you about his movie ranking system. It's genius. Oh, it may not be genius, but it it brings me much joy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he suggested we review YouTube channels. Like you can just pick a random YouTube channel and watch a couple things. And like, yeah, I like this this channel. This is good. Which I thought was funny. Because I usually watch Architectural Digest. Uh, YouTube channels Go and they, on. they have a series <laughs> they have a series where they give uh, a same 3D model image of a room or a kitchen or a living room that has no furniture or decoration in it and they just have these three um, highly professional highly acclaimed architects like go in and just kind of put their own touch on it and it's amazing to see the different styles that they go with hmm. that's fascinating and at the end I'm like that one's shit. That one's good. That one's shit. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But no, uh, Kyle's movie ranking system, he calls it the Morbius scale. Oh. Because <laughs> his, his thought process is that movie is just a baseline movie. 
It achieves everything it needs to achieve, but not well. It's just the default. This is what it is. And so every time he sees a movie, because he sees movies more than I do, probably as much as you do, Chris. And so every day I go to work and I know he's seen a movie, I'll go down like, hey, how was it? Was it? How was it? And he goes, less than Morbius or <laughs> more than Morbius. <laughs> that's, that's his whole system. Yeah. Or it's it's less than Morbius, Morbius or more than Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one day I, 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 I've been meaning to pitch this to you, but like, cause you know, we talk about like general things going on with the industry at times. Uh-huh. If we ever did an episode about rating systems, I really wanted to bring Kyle on as a third guest so he can talk about the Morpheus scale. Cause he's actually got a pretty good, I think he has similar uh, beliefs on the uh, like five star ratings and stuff like that. That yeah. we do. Yeah. I think we should do that once the strike's over. Yeah. yeah. Do like a rating system. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are into that nowadays, too, like the drafts, all that stuff in regards to pop culture. That could be fun. Real funny anecdote. So Jay Rich just asked that great question about reality TV. Sure. Uh, Jay Rich is a very new patron. Jay, Jay Rich became a member of the Discord just this week. Oh, wow. Oh, and he's and he's welcome. been he's been highly interactive in there. Uh, but he mentioned that this comment. I have to read it out loud because it's really funny in context of where the show is now from where it used to be. Uh, he writes, understanding that I only found the show during the last of us run rookie. I know listening to old shows is funny. I saw one titled ranking the Batman movies and thought, Oh, cool. I'd be down to hear how the guys rank these an hour later. Huh? I wonder if they're actually going to talk about that eventually. Because <laughs> that was back when we would do like a crossing stream segment for like 45 oh. minutes to an hour. Oh, yeah. And then do the main event of the topic of the show. Yeah. I don't think I had no recollection of even ranking Batman movies. Yeah. We ranked Batman movies Dang. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I just, that's funny. That's My funny ranking scale changes constantly. I usually just do S tier. Or excuse me, like the, like tier, the tiers, the yes. tier, list. tier, A, tier. Yeah, those are my. That's how I rank. But I. It, how low do you go? Do you get? Is it, is it S A B C D F? So it's it's S A B C D F. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do we skip E? I don't like E, as like the worst. Make it an F. F sounds like failure. Yeah. yeah. F in the chat. Yeah. F F in yeah. the chat for E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, yeah. I don't, there really aren't a lot of F movies. No, honestly, like uh, as far as letterbox goes, which is where I spend most of my time, it's like, it's, and that's just why writing ratings are bullshit. But like, even when I try really hard, like is a four star movie, the same in my heart as another four star movie, not necessarily no. at all. Like I could like, sometimes I'll get out of a theater of a movie I really like. Like, oh, it was so fun. And like, I'll never watch it again. I'll never think about it again. I give it four stars because it's like three to me is like the average. I agree. Like if it's less than three, that means I, it actively pissed me off in some way because mm. it's like, it's such a miracle for a movie to exist and make any sense whatsoever at all. As somebody who's tried to make movies, it's so fucking hard. And it's like, whenever I see a whole complete 90 minute movie that like made narrative sense, I'm like, Oh, that was, that was decent. I chuckled at a decent time. It's three stars, you know? Um, whereas Steve, I know does not approach it that way. And I, I like, I, when I, we went and saw a movie together at one point and I think Steve gave it a two and a half, which to me is fuck this movie. And I gave it like a three and a half or something because I really liked it. And and I was like, Steve, what did you hate about it? He's like, I didn't hate it. And I was <laughs> like, we started arguing because I was like, basing on my rating system. I was like, why'd you, why'd you give it a two, two and a half? And I remember him being like, we don't have the same system, man. <laughs> but I mean, that's still, if you multiply it by two, it's a five out of ten. <laughs> That's yeah. the way I look at it. And it's funny, like <laughs> if, if people go and compare our letterboxes for movies we've seen together, uh, we might like we will both say publicly, oh, yeah, I like that movie. But you're all you're usually a whole star ass more than I am every single time. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three is kind of my baseline. because That's six out of ten. You know, that's usually mm-hmm. my baseline. If the movie is like, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I, I you know, whatever. Three yeah. out of ten. Uh, three out of five is all right. I rarely get five out of ten. OK, movie. Rarely. Five out of five. Five out of five. Yeah. Same. I rarely le- usually I rarely give like it too. a four and a half. And then years later, after thinking about it, I'm like, okay, that's definitely a five. I still think about that often and I'll retroactively give the five. See, also another thing, another element that I consider is if I am constantly re-watching this movie, then I then it bumps up in my rating. Because mm-hmm. I'm like the fact that it holds such a chokehold on me that I am revisiting it and spending my time re-watching it, even though I know what happens, that automatically makes the rating go up. 
Yeah. In my opinion. For sure. I know what you mean. Like ratings definitely go up and down over time on the same movie because you change as a person, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, four and a half is like I'm too much of a coward to give it five is all that is, you know? But there's all kinds of stuff like um, I give five out of fives pretty liberally, pretty liberally. Are we not friends on LB? On I follow le- you, but you don't follow me, which do I, maybe, do maybe you shouldn't follow me right now <laughs> because I you watching a bunch of pirate porn. Actually, and I, don't know, I, don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if I follow you on LB. Yeah. Thanks, guys. No, I I just recently like reactivated my letterbox and I've been I've been like going through and being like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. So it's probably going to like mess up your feed i don't whatever. actually check the lightning bolt feed like what friend, oh really hardly ever i don't use it properly. yeah look it's all it's all me just like liking stuff that i've i've seen well that's another thing is i don't <laughs> click the heart button and now i don't want to start because I, I hardly ever have clicked that before i hardly click the like button yeah i just rate and log i didn't even learn how to properly log until like two years ago i would just click the watched eyeball but you have to like log it for it to be in your stats you when know you, mm. like rate it it just says review or log. There's a whole button for it. Oh. And that's what puts it in your diary. So I went year by year and went through oh. every movie that came out. And there's many thousands. So I didn't go through all of them. But I, I actually sat one day and I was supposed to be working. So that's why I, got, I did it. Oh, I was same. like, fuck I you, sticking it to the man. Mm-hmm. And I so I went to like 1999 and went through like the top three, 400 movies and logged or clicked watch on all the ones I'd seen. I did that all the way to like 1950. And then I stopped because I've seen very few movies pre-1950, if I'm being embarrassingly honest. So I was like, it's not worth it. How dare you? So now I've got like 2,700 and something movies. And like I've probably seen closer to 28, 29 because there's I've, like some weird kids movies I just didn't yeah, find. I have, but you love trolls. I have 599 <sighs> films on my thing right now. You just need to spend an afternoon when someone else but, is paying you to do something else. Well, that's the thing. I have been on this app quite a bunch because I, I, I want to like fill it up. I want to get as many movies as I can. Yeah. It's like, I was like, I was like sausage party. I've seen that. Hell like, yeah. Hell but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love Letterboxd, but the ranking system is very bizarre, which is why if there's a ranking that I feel like I need to justify or whatever, I'll write a comment to kind of like fluff it out a little bit yeah it's just it's it's not supposed to be taken too seriously and i think people do mm-hmm. i love what letterboxd specifically is doing for like the love of cinema like a lot mm-hmm. of people are just like excited to watch more movies now because they can kind of see the number and stuff you know also the the comments and reviews are completely unhinged yes and i love it it's fun it's so fun yeah but so I think some to, to some degree, people are gamifying art too much because of that, too. Like mm-hmm. there's a bad negative side to that coin. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have a lot of no hate to these friends, but a lot of my friends uh, on the interwebs will do things like I rate my movies out of 100 and they'll say, uh, you know, Marriage Story is a 96.4 out of 100. And it's like or a 9.2 out of 10. Bro, what is the point? Like, if we like, we all secretly know that nine is bullshit. Like, it's just numbers. We're just making stuff up. It's arbitrary. It's mm-hmm. art, you know. But now you're putting a decimal system. Like, where are you going with this, my guy? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, like, what are we doing? Have we lost the plot? Like, did this yeah. move you? Did this move you as a human at all? Is it more than Morbius? Yes. <laughs> yes. See, I like the simplicity of that, and yeah. I wish, I wish I could inherit that as my. My ranking scale, but I think I've committed to my. The stars are fun. It's addictive to fill them up, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Tears are fun, sure. I mean, if you look at my stats, most of the movies that I rank are three stars. My, uh, like the bell curve thing, you mean? Like, Where it shows you your flow. Yeah, yeah. that's that. That looks like a normal. Actually, you're kind of a hater. I know. That's what I. You're a hater? I'm very. It's very hard. Like. I usually don't give hater, above four dude. stars. Look at hardly mine. ever. I have fifteen movies that are five stars. Chris is just a flat line on five. No, you're just, I mean, it's, you're it's just actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. But here's my thinking. Here's now I have a huge tower at four. So hold on, give me this. Tower. You go. I think my reasoning is this. They're gonna follow me. Yeah, follow me, bro. <laughs> or me, me follow you, bro. Me follow you. I think my theory about why I have so many four and five stars and stuff is because I am actively with a hundred years of cinema history behind me, seeking out the movies that everyone else is saying are the best and choosing to watch them 
and therefore I'm seeing only the cream of the crop of, you know, of the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s. (laughs) Whereas like when I rank movies a little lower, it's typically the ones that are coming out nowadays that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if I'm like, your average average is four stars. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, four is like my go-to of like, that was fucking cool. I like Mm. that. You know, I like that. That was, that was the tits. Mm -hmm. Because that's, a, that's, that's an eight out of ten. Who, who only has you have two movies out of your two twenty seven hundred that are two stars or excuse me half star, a half star what the lowest that? star possible. I can't see it. It's Pain and Gain <laughs> from Michael Bay, <laughs> which I don't think I even finished, and The Tax Collector that movie with Shia LaBeouf where he got that tattoo. Do you remember when he got that whole oh, chest tattoo for a role? And my, Mulholland Drive is one star, but everybody gets real mad at me for that. One film that is half star is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, mine's right there with you with one star. <laughs> no, it's, mine's a half star. Yeah, it didn't. Half star. You're right. That's appropriate rating. Then, Steve and I had to watch that together for the pod, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I God, that movie was I, dog shit. I do want to rewatch the David Lynch movies and like, because a lot of people love David Lynch and I yeah. haven't tried to like Lynch since my teens. It's been mm-hmm. 20 years since I tried to watch Twin Peaks or any of those movies. And maybe I'm old enough now to kind of get it or whatever. Like I know Lynch, David Lynch has been quoted as saying like, you're not supposed to understand the movies, you know, <laughs> which is like, oh, I kind of hate you again. Yeah. <laughs> but people, I mean, people really love that man and I love cinema and I want to love that man. So I'm going to try again really soon. There's also an app that allows you to track the vinyl records that you own <sighs> and tells you Hell how yeah. much your collection is worth. You're a, big, you're a big vinyl head. I am a big vinyl head. Her head is made of vinyl. But things. I like how the range is so big. Like my collection could be worth $300 or 1000 Whoa. Oh, that's, that's. But that's not all of my records. Why, why such a big swing? I think because it can vary on the type of edition it is or. And it depends on the, the current exchange rate. Or, mm. like, the quality of it. The dollar's unstable right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should actually be investing in vinyl. Invest anyway, in vinyl. Are, there, are there any more are there more questions? Oh, yeah. There's probably tons. Oh, probably tons. But we are at we are at a we time. Are time. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> We're That's going to be the end of the show. So, After Hours isn't always going to be what we do for our secondary one. But because there were some things happening in the background of the show, trying to figure out what we can do, we had our quiz planned. And... Uh, Next week, we're hopefully going to have a lot a lot of uh, stuff. We got a President's Day trivia uh, in the works. Yeah. We're going to try Wait, to get Andy for that. President's Day? Yeah. So Steve's like really into presidents. And we have one every year usually. Mm. On President's Which Day. Which I don't know why. We didn't have like, one this year. We've done it twice. Andy and I knew zero of the answers the last two times. I wouldn't be any help. We've learned zero about presidents since then. But sure. Yeah, you guys learn. <laughs> people have been requesting a President's Day trivia. I will give the people what they want. But continue to write in questions because we will do these after hours periodically. We can yeah. save them. We might get through 10 questions next time we try this instead of three because yeah. we brought up Letterboxd accidentally. But there's a bunch of different style of episodes we can do. There was a. Uh, I'm yeah, going to try to write a D&D campaign for us to do because that was one of our more popular ones. There has been a request for music trivia because we were famously bad at that. We can do Cajun style. Cajun you guys style. Family maybe. style. Um, there's also been, uh, I think, Madison, you're the one that I came I'm going to do Hot Ones. Well, we're going to call it <gasps> Hot Things. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Hot I, Things. Because I want to see. How if, high you can go. Yeah. Because I think I think some people are. Andy can dramatic. do like the, the one chip challenge and stuff. So he should not the, be on that episode. The bomb. I, oh. I could do maybe like the third highest. Hot I'm ones. a wimp on Hot, hot Things. We're going to be like J-Law. What do you mean? But like we have to. <laughs> what do you mean? In terms of like, because people have suggested we play board games and stuff like that. In order to do that, I have to change the studio because right now we just mm. have the three cameras and there's no way to show no. like a thing we're eating i think you could, there's ways playing. there's lots of board games you can play online and you could just show your computer the way that we do for trivia and stuff we could play a, a game that way sure that's something we can i'm just saying yeah. if you for a solution for games i mean yeah. we could just do stuff that translates well to computer and mm-hmm. that way you can just share screen yeah i think that's yeah, but fair. the hot ones is on my top list Cause I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, where are we going to get these hot wings? I think you can. That's why we can, can buy a We pack. should call it hot things. Hot things. And they don't have to be wings. They can be. It can be whatever. whatever. We just make stuff hot. Yeah. So I could just talk like this. We can get like a Saratoga chip with like hot sauce. And that's one of those things is the sound. And mm. usually on the product, it labels like the, what's the, the scale? The heat factor. The, uh, Scoville? Scoville. I think it's Scoville, Scoville units. Scoville mm-hmm. units. Yeah. The heat factor. 
Yes. <laughs> this motherfucker How just said, yeah, the heat it? factor. <laughs> the hotness. I think it's called the hotness. The hotness. <laughs> oh, this is... This is a this rates a bay on the hotness factors. <laughs> this is mothering. Did <laughs> I do that right? Ooh, this is yes. choke me, daddy. Dead ass. <laughs> step on me. This would be a step on me hotness. Mm. Step on me, you fuck mountain. This is a. <laughs> Whoa. This is a Jeremy Allen White. Damn. Yeah, that's high. Let's say Margot Robbie. Um, Thank you for tuning into this fucking chaos and for supporting <laughs> us yeah. in perpetuity. We love you so much. Uh, that's all the time we have for right now. My name is Kit Laser. I don't have the laser up. It's okay. Oh. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. There it is. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve, the and guy who doesn't have the laser up. It's a lot you got going it's on okay. over there. Pew, pew. Yeah. Yeah. And this was streaming things, sort of. Happy after, streaming. After hours. Oh. <laughs> after hours. We're not used to this, pro- this format. <laughs> 